Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello you, welcome back to another podcast episode. As I am recording this, I am feeling very proud. I am feeling super grateful. And I've just been reflecting on this a lot, like how far I've come and also just the past 10 years. And this is why I want to make this episode very special because if you didn't know, it is Your Winning Journey Podcast 100th episode. And it's been a long time coming. I started this podcast at the beginning of 2021, really wanting to just document my journey, but also share with you all of the learnings that I have gone through in my own weight loss journey and how I stopped dieting, how I healed my relationship with food, my body, and the scale. And I didn't think that I would actually get to 100th episode. Like, I remember that was something that I was very excited for when I first started the podcast. But I didn't know when it was going to happen. And I didn't know if I was going to be consistent with the podcast. Because, you know, I just love to ramble, as you can see. Like, if you have been listening week to week, like, you know that I like to talk. So, just having this like platform to talk to you, have a conversation with you and share learnings and teaching with you has been a pleasure. And to really honor my past self for this 100th episode, I wanted to share with you my weight loss journey timeline. And I actually have a word dog right in front of me right now. And I just want to share with you when I started my journey back in 2013 and where I am now and all the different stages that I went through and the mindset that I had when I approached my journey at that stage just so you get a little bit of an idea of you know my my background my journey and why I'm so passionate about the things that I do but also like if you're in the journey right now and you're struggling and you're having a hard time motivating yourself and you're just like you know I don't want to jump on another like diet train I really just want to learn how to do this as a healthy lifestyle that's going to be sustainable like this is going to be such a good episode for you because you're probably going to see yourself in one of these stages that I am going to talk about. And I know at the beginning of this podcast, I did talk about my story, but this time I really want to go in depth into it because I just think it's important. I think reflecting on your own journey and really seeing how far you've come is a really big accomplishment. And when I realized that 2023 was my 10-year weight loss journey anniversary, it just had my mind like blown. I was like, oh my gosh, it's it's been so long, but at the same time, it went by so fast. And through it all, like, I would do it all over again. Like I would go through the diets all over again just to be where I am today, just to really marinate in the hard work that it took to get here. And I say this because I've mentioned this in the podcast a couple times, but it took me three to four years 
to really like get out of the dieting cycle and if you are struggling right now you're like oh it's taking me so long I want you to know it is worth it when you're on the other side. And just because that you're on the other side doesn't necessarily mean that it ends. I'm still continuously doing the work. I have new goals. And because of those new goals, I have to have a different plan and I have to have a different mindset. And that comes with different challenges. And I share this because when you've lost that 20 pound, there's things that come after it too. It just doesn't end there. And it's important for your brain to remember that like enjoying the journey and really experiencing the growth and really see who you become through that process is worth it itself for you to do it over and over again. So I just wanted to give you that little intro. I also want to invite you to come to my 10-year weight loss journey celebration live event happening in St. Paul, Minnesota on October 5th. It is on a Thursday. It'll be from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time. And at this live event, I want to share with you 10 lessons that I learned in 10 years that helped me stay motivated and consistent in my journey and how I stopped dieting. And so if you want to be in a room with humans that literally have the same health goals as you, that want to prioritize their body and their health, I just want to invite you to come. Whether you're in Minnesota whether or not, like if you want to fly down here, come through. Let's chat. Let's take a picture together. Let's have some fun celebrating, dancing, twerking, of course, having some cake and food and drinks. And... Can't wait to see you there. Tickets are $35. I will put the link in the show notes below for you to click on and learn more about the event, but can't wait to see you there. All right, let's get started. Journey all started in 2013. I remember myself at this time, I was desperately wanting to lose weight and I wanted to have like apps because at the time that was the body goal that I saw all over Pinterest all over Tumblr if you remember Tumblr days all over Asian town if you were on Asian town or MySpace right like that was the thing back then and every like social media that I came upon on that was like the body goal but not just that too I grew up in an environment where People always commented on other people's body. Like sometimes I'll get comments on myself like, oh, you're very skinny or like you're too fat or you need to eat more or you need to eat less. There's just a lot of those comments that I remember a lot back in 2013 that really messed with my body image. Like I honestly, y'all, if I really think about like where I was back then, I probably had body dysmorphia because I remember looking in the mirror and I was like, I'm fat. But then when I go back and look at my pictures, like that wasn't even the case at all. Like it is like so scary to see that what I saw then is not what I see now. And it was because I had this deep desire and desperation to lose weight. And my mentality at the time was, you know, we got to work hard. We got to play hard. If you don't want it bad enough, then like you don't want it, right? Like you got no excuses. And I really was seeking validation from other people to compliment on my body at this time when I was going through the process. 
And because of that, like, I just remember these thoughts that came up when I looked in the mirror. Like, I would tell myself, like, I look so fat. I would pinch my stomach every morning when I wake up. And I would ask myself, like, oh, did it get smaller? I'm not seeing any changes. And I just remember, like, looking at the mirror and focusing on my stomach all the time. Like, that was the thing that I was so obsessed with. And so when you, like, want to have a flat tummy and you're, like, beating yourself up in the mirror, like, I get you. Like, I know how that feels like because I went through that process, too. And I just remember telling myself, like, oh, I can't eat that. Like, I'm on a diet. Like, I can't wait until the weekend so that I can, like, eat, like, an Oreo cookie. I just, like, wanted to be skinnier. And, like, I remember like tough love was what motivated me so like I would tell myself to like suck it up so that I don't have to suck it in and I was like very obsessed with how my body looked I didn't like really taking pictures at this time because every picture that I took I thought I was fat but not just that too like I just felt like there was no angle that made me look good. Like I would blame it on the angle and I would blame it on my body. And I'm just like, you know what? I just don't like taking pictures. So like if I like regretted one thing in my journey, it was not taking enough pictures at the beginning because I wish I could go back and look at a few more of those. I did take a lot, but I wish I took more, especially during the hard times because it would really bring me back into the memory of like the mindset that I was in at that time. And at this time too, I started insanity. And so I talk about like beach body insanity a lot. And the reason why I got into like fitness and weight loss was because of insanity because, you know, I saw those Pinterest girls and then I was like, you know what? I want to get that body. And then insanity at the time, you know, they had those advertisements on TV. And I told my mom to like order me the DVD pack because at the time I was... 16 years old okay y'all like can y'all just imagine like a 16 year old just like having so much drama about their body their food and the scale like that was me it just it breaks my heart to think that I had so much of those struggles at a young age because of the messages that I was hearing from family from society and just like on google right like when I would search up like how to lose weight like all the information that I got was just do a diet do a diet so it all started with beach body insanity and it was because i saw this asian girl at the time and she had these beautiful abs and i'm like you know once i finish this program i'm gonna look just like her and the program was for 60 days but i actually did it for 90 days like i was like i'm gonna commit to not just doing it once but like probably twice because I wanted to see double the results. Like, I think it's so funny to see my mindset at the time. Because I was like, if I put in the work, I'm going to get the result, right? And mind you, at this time, I was eating like 1,200 calories. Because I was literally trying not to eat more. So, like, I wouldn't gain weight. And I was putting all this work into insanity. So, I was like, I don't want my progress or my hard work to go into waste and so I was obsessed with food I was obsessed with calories I was obsessed with burning calories like insanity I did it seven days a week it was very very intense if you've never done insanity before I want you to google insanity right now just to see like a preview of it because it is high intensity interval training and it's very quick it's very sweaty there's really not much breaks in between and that was my hardcore day so that was the mindset of 2013, what got me started, okay? 
And then in 2015, this is when I started summer shredding. So you know when people talk about like summer shredding and like a lot of the bulking and like the cutting phase, right? Like this is when I was getting into it. And at this time, I have already tried keto. I've already tried 1,200 calories. I started getting into tracking calories on my fitness pal. I started learning more about macros and like making sure that my foods fit within my macros so I could eat them. And someone introduced me to If It Fits Your Macros. And this is what helped me create flexibility with my food. Because before all of this, I was very strict. It was like a lot of chicken breast and broccoli. And I just didn't enjoy it. Like I would eat chicken breast and broccoli Monday to Friday. And mind you, sweet potatoes too and brown rice. (laughs) And then on the weekends, I would like binge on like my mom's cooking, like my monk food and like the Oreo cookies and all the sweet stuff, right? And then when 2015 came, when I was into this summer shredding, um, I got some flexibility with my calories and macros because people are like, just track your calories as long as you're within your calories. Like you can lose weight, just don't go over it and then hit your macros. So that was the mindset that I was in. But I was also following a very strict bikini competition meal plan at this time that my brother-in-law gave me because at this time I thought that I was going to become a bikini competitor because that was something that I was inspired to do when I was watching YouTube videos of people going through this process. But there was like this gut instinct that I felt of like, okay, Sam, I don't think you should do this because I don't think it's healthy for you because I started doing more research on it and there were a couple influencers at the time talking about how they've lost their menstrual cycle because they were eating below what their body needed at the time. And I was just watching people prep for their bikini competition and it really activated like my body dysmorphia and my um, restriction even more and so I was like you know what Sam like we're not gonna do that because like it doesn't seem healthy for you like it doesn't seem like the healthy route right and so I replaced it the bikini competition with like summer shredding and bulking and cutting Now, at this time, my relationship with food was worse than it's ever have been. And that was because I indulged in my my food a lot because of if it fits your macros. I was like, you know what? I, I have like 500 calories left. I could fit a Big Mac. You know what? Like, I have like 300 calories left. Like, I want to fit like a medium fry from McDonald's. And it became this thing of like... I went from being very restrictive to like, oh, I have some flexibility. As long as I follow these rules, I'm going to hit my goals. And I just remember eating junk food, processed food, foods that I restricted during the time when I was in insanity because I was able to have it now. It's almost like the diets gave me permission to have them, but it wasn't in a healthy way. Like I wasn't eating them in moderation. I was literally eating like cheeseburgers and fries and then like protein bars and protein shakes and then I was also like just eating ribs and um, steak right like I was eating food like that consistently like I was hitting my macros and calories but I didn't feel good because of the quality of foods that I was eating okay so by the end of 2015 this is when I started to get into bodybuilding and weightlifting and this was the 
very pitiful moment for me because for the first time in my life, I felt strong. Because up to that point, y'all, I was doing insanity, remember? And then I was doing a lot of cardio and I was really afraid of weights because I didn't want to look manly at the time. I was like, I didn't want to like pick up weights and like turn into this very muscular figure. Like I was scared of it. And so when I got introduced to it at the end of 2015, it felt amazing to be strong in my body like I didn't feel like a weak person anymore I didn't feel super thin and I realized that like I was so much more stronger than I thought and that's when I started to shift my goals to like getting stronger instead of being so focused on my looks like my stomach and like making sure that I had all these abs, right? And like, this is how Super Sam was created. This is how Superly Sam was created because at this time, it was like, I felt so strong in my body and I felt so super that I was like, you know what? I'm going to make that my Instagram username. And because up to this point, like I felt really weak. Like even though I got to the goal of like having a flat tummy and abs, I talk about this a lot, but I felt miserable. Like my relationship with food was so bad and like I didn't enjoy food. I was afraid of food. Like my day to day, like was all filled up like my mind was filled up with like food and like ruminating on the bad decisions that I'm, I'm gonna say bad in quotes right of the food decision that I made and like wishing I could have ate better so I didn't ruin my progress like I felt like I didn't have a life because I was so consumed with thinking about food and like how many calories I burned at the gym all the time and this was the breaking point for me for me to be like oh my gosh like there's so much more than just looking good and this is when I started building muscle and I started realizing what toned meant like like having a toned body right sculpting my body and this is when the booty era was actually you know a very big thing so do you remember like that time where everybody just wanted a big butt like this was the time (laughs) and this is when the skinny trend was over too and so people wasn't really caring much about abs anymore it was like whoever had like the biggest ass was like amazing you know and so I was like you know what I used that to my advantage and I was a hella gym rat at this time so the thoughts and like the mindset that I had at this time was I want to feel better like this is not sustainable like what I have been doing up to this point is not sustainable and so I have to make a change I remember telling myself I can't maintain these abs. I even remember saying stuff like, I don't want all of my hard work to be gone if I eat more food. I kept telling myself, trust the process. I can do this. I can be more flexible. I love getting stronger. The more the better, right? And then I remember telling myself this very like thought that changed it for me was my body can do more than looking good. This, y'all, let me tell you, 2015 was what really helped me see that I can get on the other side of dieting, okay? Now, moving on, 2016. 2016 was my powerlifting era because I was introduced to bodybuilding. And if y'all didn't know, like, bodybuilding 
requires a lot of rep rep ranges between like eight to twelve. So like when when I'm talking about rep ranges, let's say like if you have to do eight to twelve reps of bicep curls, like you're performing eight of those, right? So that's what reps mean. But like in 2016, that was my powerlifting era because I went from like okay, building muscle to now getting even stronger. And my goal at this time was to lift as heavy as I could. And my rep ranges changed from like 8 to 12 to now like 3 to 6 reps. And if you're used to the powerlifting world, you'll understand like the rep ranges that I'm talking about. But basically like instead of squatting for 10 reps, I'm squatting for like 3 reps and 6 reps. And I'm working on increasing my weight each time. And this was the first time that I hit like 185 pounds on my squat on my deadlifts and also on my hip thrusts and I was like killing it I was like oh my gosh this is amazing and mind you at this time I actually gained like 10 pounds from 2013 when I was dieting because remember I did summer shredding and then did the bulking and cutting and then I worked on getting stronger and like so getting stronger required me to eat more food and so that created the scale to go up so i was lifting right and i was working out six to seven times a week so even though i wasn't doing insanity anymore i was power lifting very heavily six to seven times a week it was draining at this time i remember like constantly going to the gym and feeling sore all the time because i was just so like excited to see like how much I could achieve with my body by lifting so heavily and it was just like super fun because at one point I was afraid to touch the weights but now like I wasn't anymore and this is when I started to just maintain my weight because I wasn't even thinking about losing weight I just wanted to maintain my strength so 2016 powerlifting era overdid it though for sure because I literally felt like I lived and breathed at the gym if you talk to any of my friends that I went to college with even my friends now they will tell you that like between 2015 and 2016 I was always at the gym I would spend two hours there and I knew that at the time that was sustainable but I knew long term that wasn't something that I could do once I graduated from college and so I started pivoting to something different after college because this schedule don't work for me no more, okay? Now, in 2017, 2018, this is when I chose to stop tracking calories. So, mind you, I've been tracking calories this entire time. When I was doing Insanity, when I was doing Summer Shredding, and then, like, getting into bodybuilding and powerlifting, right? I was trying to hit my macros, like, my protein, my carbs, and my fat. And I literally had the calculator, the my fitness pal app tied to me 24 7 but i got sick of it because i was so tired of tracking everything and there was just some foods that didn't like appear on the app like my ethnic food like my mom food and so it made it like so much harder to even eat the foods that i grew up with because it wasn't in the mass food data okay so I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop tracking calories. But at this time, I was drinking heavily one to twice a month. So I wasn't like a hardcore drinker drinking weekly in college. But I was one of those people that like I didn't drink weekly. But when I did drink, 
it would be like once or twice throughout the month and it was like hardcore like drunk Sam like I never blacked out but it was like I drank a lot and there were times where like I would go back to the app like the my fitness pal app because I didn't trust my body to tell me how much I wanted to eat but I kept telling myself like okay we cannot do this long term and so I was like you know what like we gotta stop that well I just want to go back to like the heavily drinking too that actually like really impact my progress because I wasn't recovering fast enough and I wasn't getting stronger anymore and so I was a little bit frustrated because I was still training six to seven times a week and I remember during this time although I was going to the gym I still didn't feel healthy like I felt like my heart wasn't healthy as much as my physical appearance like on the outside I look jacked (laughs) like I look toned but like I didn't feel necessarily healthy and I was like fuck cardio I only do weights right like I was against cardio because I did cardio for so long and I went on the other side and that was like where I was at at this stage and during this time this is when everything finally clicked for me like my relationship with food started healing because I stopped tracking calories and I allowed myself to eat whatever I want and whenever I wanted and I started to experience this sense of freedom with food because I wasn't like waiting for my calories to reset at midnight and this was a game changer for me because it it got me to like see the possibility of I really don't need this app anymore like I could focus on like what my body's telling me it's a little bit scary but like I could dabble into it a little bit more and because I was also lifting a lot at this time I just want to add that I focus a lot on mobility and stretching because they were impacting my lifts so you know if you follow me on Instagram I talk a lot about like don't skip your stretching you gotta do your stretching and your mobility work like I know it's like the boringest thing in the world but you gotta do them otherwise you are going to compromise like your workouts and your workouts are not going to feel the greatest and this is the time where like I went through several injuries of my knees and my lower back and I was like you know what I learned my lesson I'm gonna I'm gonna do my mobility and my stretches because they are helpful for my posture and this is going to help me like have healthy joints and muscles long term all right moving on to 2018-2019 this is the time when I finally felt confident in my body and played with intuitive eating and this all happened after I graduated with my bachelor's because I still couldn't like go back to my fitness pal anymore and anytime I would do it like I would just like not do it for like a couple days and it just throws me off and so I was like you know what Sam we're just gonna practice intuitive eating and it wasn't until like I took a month trip with my family we went to Thailand and Laos to go visit my family there and this changed everything for me because I graduated and then we went on this trip and I didn't track anything. I just enjoyed my life and vacation. And I remember like feeling so excited because like I like came back home and like my progress, like I was still able to maintain like my progress. Like my weight was stable, my body image was stable and my thoughts about food was also like healthy like I didn't like jump back into you know like prepping very clean food I just like let myself 
ate when I wanted to eat, like when my body was telling me I was hungry and stopping when I was full. And I was like, oh my God, like this, this is all I need. And like, because I was practicing that in Thailand, it was like super helpful for me to see how much like that brought joy into my life to not have to worry about calories. And I'm going to just say this too. I remember feeling super excited buying clothes that I loved my body in because when I went on this trip, like I was feeling myself. I was like, I love how my body looks. I love like how this fits me. And it was the first time I really felt good in the clothes that I was wearing. And this is actually when I started posting more on Instagram about like my journey with food and <laughs> I started like really taking it seriously of providing you content on IG. So this was this was good. So 2020 to 2021. Y'all, this is when the pandemic hit, okay? So mind you, when I came back from Thailand, I was still a gym rat. I just stopped tracking calories. I started practicing intuitive eating or if you want to call it mindful eating, it's the same thing, right? Like it's basically eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full. But when the pandemic hit, it like twists me around, okay? Like I couldn't go to the gym. So I did home workouts. I ate home cooked food. And this is when I was forced to adapt to what was happening around me. And I remember buying dumbbells and barbells and like a mat to create like a home gym because mind you, I was still lifting really hard. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not losing my gains. So I'm going to order these equipment so that I can work out at home. And I was able to have a really good balance of like cardio and lifting because I couldn't go to a gym. However, like I was very scared that I was going to lose my progress because the gym was closed down and because of that it really helped me branch out to try different things so i ended up doing like zumba on youtube hip-hop dance and just adding different variety of workouts to my list right instead of just focusing on weightlifting because eventually you know when you start doing weightlifting for all these years it starts to get boring especially when you start doing it at home and so i was like you know what sam we really gotta change things up like we can't be a gym rat anymore, you know? Like, we could dance. Like, we could walk outside. We could run outside. We could, like, work out and jump rope outside. Like, there were so many ways that I was finding finding to be active. And the pandemic really taught me that, like, even though I was afraid to lose my progress of being a gym rat and, like, being at the gym and lifting weights all the time, I was also able to, like, see how capable my body is in different types of exercise and how beneficial it was for my body to have a well-rounded variety versus just sticking to the weights and so 2020 to 2021 really helped me bring back like the cardio into my routine again but from a healthy place and then 2022 to 2023 y'all after the pandemic i mean i know the pandemic is still like here but it's not that big of a deal anymore as it was when it first you know came this changed the game for me because I like stopped going to the gym. I started to create a routine that felt more in alignment with where I was at in my life. And so I remember at this time it was huge for me because when the pandemic was quote unquote over, right? 
and all the gyms was opening up again, I tried to go back to my old routine. I was like, okay, Sam, roll up your sleeves. We got to go back to like your usual lifting sessions. And you don't have to do jump rope anymore. You don't have to dance. You don't have to go walking. You don't have to like have this routine where it's just like all these different kinds of workouts. You can go back to lifting now. But I remember going in there, like getting my gym membership and like not being able to stay consistent because that kind of workout wasn't interesting to me anymore. Like I just couldn't lift weights by itself anymore. Like I wanted to supplement a different way of working out. And even though I love the gym, at this point, y'all, I was tired of being a gym rat. Like, I wanted something new. I wanted to try other ways to be active. And this is how I started introducing running again. So if you've been listening to the podcast episode, I've been talking to y'all about running. And I also have an Orange Dairy membership because I want to try something different. And now, Orange Dairy running and lifting is in my workout routine. Those are the three things I do now. And I would say, like, I've been in the best shape of my life in terms of how I feel health-wise and also, like, variety-wise, right? Like, at the beginning of my journey, I was really, like, look-focused, muscle-focused. It wasn't really, like, heart-health-focused. And now that I'm incorporating a lot of cardio back into my routine, that has really changed the game for me. Like, my Orange Theory workouts and my running has been impacting my lifting so much. Like, it's been helping me lift stronger. It's been helping me, like, go faster. Like, my stamina, like, my endurance is so much better than before when I was avoiding cardio and I was just, like, sticking to the gym and, like, being a gym rat. <laughs> and, like, my bodybuilding and powerlifting days, okay? And, like, now, like, the food choices... Y'all, I feel so good about food. And because I have that freedom of not being tied to the app and like practicing and listening to my body, like I know those cues now. And I don't really think about my body as much anymore, like in terms of like being obsessive with the way it looks. And I love it where it's at and I'm like appreciating it so much more. Like I'm appreciating for it more than the way it looks, like like, the ability that it can be so strong but also like the capability of like being able to push it to a a challenging point that is healthy for me when it comes to my workouts and it's just amazing so like now i'm at a point where i just want to be healthy and it took me a while to realize that like that's all i've been doing all this time that's all i've ever wanted but like going through this entire journey has really showed me that at the end of the day right If you have a good relationship with your food, your body, and the scale, and you see, like, how capable your body is outside of just looks, that is the best game changer for you. And now, because I have such a good relationship with food and my body and the scale, like, I don't even weigh myself every day now, okay? Like, back then, I used to weigh myself every day, and then it became a weekly thing, and it became a monthly thing. Like, now, I barely even touch a scale. And because, like, my brain isn't, like, consumed with all of those worries anymore, I can now have, like, fun fitness goals and, like, set them and not have it be so strictly based off of the scale i'm like you know what i'm gonna run a 5k but like you know 
if I lose weight while I'm doing the 5K, that's amazing. But like, it's not the thing where I'm going to be constantly checking on the scale for. And that's what I want you to experience for yourself. It's like when you get to a place where you feel good about your food, your body and the scale, and you're not letting those things control you. It's like you can set so many fun fitness goals and just see like how capable your body is. And this is actually what's happening for me right now. And for my clients, like they're setting push-up goals, they're setting up pull-up goals, they're setting up like lifting like 100 pounds on their squats and being able to like hold their glute bridges, right? And it's just like amazing to see that when you see that your body part plays in so many different roles than just looking cute, it's everything. So now I'm in the process of just enjoying running i'm gonna be sharing more of my fitness goals in a different episode just to like give you an idea of what i'm working towards but i just wanted to give you a highlight of where i'm at and right now i'm just like super excited to see what's coming up and i just want you to realize like as you're listening to this episode that like the journey doesn't end once i got the abs i started thinking about like lifting weights and building a toned body once I got that down I'm like I want to focus on strength and now I got strength down I want to focus on variety and now that I got the variety down I'm like you know what I want to get really good at one thing and right now that is running for me and that is like making sure that like I'm training the different heart rate zones so that my heart can stay healthy long term and it's just so fun and it's like another journey right so i hope you really enjoy this episode i know it was a little bit of a long one but that's my story i've gone through so much in this journey i've gone through so many different kind of things tried so many different diets workout programs different kinds of weight loss plans and i just want you to know that i deeply understand when you just want to get to the other side of never dieting again and feeling good about your body and like just eating the foods that you want to eat without laying on your bed and like overthinking it okay so hope you enjoy this send me a dm let me know what you think let me know what resonated with you and i just want to remind you again come celebrate with me on october 5th in st paul minnesota I'm going to leave the link to purchase your $35 tickets down in the show notes below. But other than that, if you want to work together, I want to invite you to come join 6-Month One-on-One Coaching. This is the program where I'm going to help you lose 20 pounds and keep it off without dieting and help you create this healthy, sustainable lifestyle that you want doing it your way. Okay? Can't wait. And thank you so much for being here. Happy 100 episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to lose your first 10 to 20 pounds, eating what you like, no diets, no restriction, and build a consistent and confident lifestyle, my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment. To apply, visit www.superlysamp.com. And from there, we'll book a call to see if you are a great fit. I'm so excited to serve you in this program. But until then, I'll talk to you next week.